0: six minutes after 10 o'clock here on at the Adiocchi. If you're wondering why we're playing this song, it's because uh, in our next guest book he makes reference to once he was asked to a, a song he would use for a walkout and he said this one uh, so that's why as we thought we'd dedicate it to uh, the great man and boy I am so excited for this interview this man has uh, somebody I've all I've always admired so it's a privilege and a pleasure to get this opportunity to get him on our show if you've not read his book then I recommend it even it's if it's just the first chapter on the principles of life Jamie I really wish I'd read this before I played in the DPNZ event because I I struggled under the pressure and I used that as my excuse the next day I listened to his book and uh, life lesson number four pressure is only felt by those that fail and I listened to that and I was like I wish I listened to this earlier well, you know next time now, Benny. I know for next time, and believe me, I don't use pressure as an excuse anymore. But the man behind the PDC, the man behind Matchroom Sport, it's Mr. Barry Hearn, and he joins us on the show now. Barry, firstly, how are you? How And how is the state of England right now after the Football World Cup result over the weekend?
1: I'm good, mate. I'm good.
0: Oh, that's good. I gave you I gave you a rousing intro. I don't know if you heard it. Did you hear it? Did you?
1: I didn't hear it at all, but I'm sure it was brilliant.
0: Man. Oh. I I was making reference to uh, your uh, your your book and your ten principles on life, and how I uh, used the uh, number four, which is about pressure, as an excuse once. And after the next day, I read your book, and I was like, no more. So I've taken some of those principles on board, and I really appreciate uh, that that book. So, (laughs)
1: well, let's let's hope you can take those principles and have as much fun as I've had over the last seventy four years. So, mate. uh, looking forward to
0: it i I, i've printed them out and i keep a very close eye on them i always uh, look at them as a reminder uh to on how how to go things but barry we know you're such a busy man so thank you so much for your time today uh firstly we just want to talk a bit about the darts how excited are you for the pdc world uh, darts champ starting on friday new zealand time
1: oh mate this is this is my christmas i have to say (laughs) ridiculously childishly excited you know we sold ninety thousand tickets in an hour so it is the hottest ticket in sport. It is what Christmas is all about. It's just a gang of your mates coming around, a lot of your mates, big-time numbers, uh, and having a fabulous night out with sport thrown in. It's quite unique, you know, because it is a party, but it is world-class sport, and you merge them together, and it's real. I mean, it's as good as WWE, but it's real, so that makes it even better. So it's world-class sport, giving people a chance to change their lives and creates moments of drama that you can't really budget for. You know, you don't know what you're going to get, but you know you're going to have a great night out. So I've got 17 days starts on, on Thursday. Absolutely cannot wait for the first arrow to be thrown.
0: Yeah, and that first arrow could potentially be thrown by our very own Ben Robb uh, from New Zealand, who is yeah. going to be there at his third world champs. Uh, have you seen much of him?
1: I've seen a little bit of him. I mean, like a lot of you guys, there's a tremendous amount of potential with players. But the big downside is the activity levels are not the same or the competition levels are not the same as a lot of the players are constantly playing under. And that gives them a big advantage. What we've got to do in New Zealand, Australia, and places like that, we've got to build the local circuit better yeah. so that your top players, and the players aspiring to be top players, come through the system and they're ready because it's a bit of a culture shock. I mean, Ben's been there three times. This is his third time, I think. So, he's used to it. But for anyone else, it's a culture shock walking out on that stage in front of three and a half thousand screaming uh, guys that have had a a, a lager or two. Um, Takes time to absorb that and still produce your A-game. It's about experience. Everyone's getting better. The rewards are getting better so there's more incentive and. the Incentive to to take up this great sport, but we do need to work more on, on local leagues and local events, which is why the World Series event coming is so important, because that gives them a taste of what it's like to come up against someone throwing 110 average instead of 90. You know, it's a big difference in approach.
0: Yeah it definitely is and I just wanted to you know ask about uh, the PDC and uh, when you started it and you probably wouldn't mm. have envisioned it getting to the stage it is but how important was it letting, letting that organically grow over the years because we've had events here where they kind of just ram it down your throat saying you have to follow it, you have to watch it but the thing I admire about the darts is letting it just grow naturally and then we're seeing that progression happening now.
1: Yeah, I think it's important because the public today are not fools. You know, you can't push something down their throat that they don't want to be pushed down their throat. They vote with their feet or with their credit card or whatever you want to say, or with their heart. Over a period of time, you know, you have to understand that the basis of sport is it does become a bit of a soap opera. So we start knowing the characters, whether they're rugby players or cricketers or or, or darts players, the same principles apply. You have to get these... We have to develop an addiction to these players. It's almost like an illegal substance, you know, where you voluntarily are looking forward to the next stage, you're not having it forced on you. So, you know, you've got to have that constant supply in the background, which we do on, on Sky New Zealand and things like that for our darts events. And then we have to be able to say, now we're coming live. You're going to, you've seen it on TV. Now you're going to see it live. And that takes them to another level it is a good game i mean basically all sports got to be built on solid foundations it's a very good game and once you start playing it you if you feel you've got any ability you know there are there's avenues for that ability so that's important but for those of us that just want to be entertained by sport it is that drip feed that doesn't have it pushed all over us and in the end if the customer says i want some more that's the best reaction you can have rather than just giving them more because supply and demand and the oversupply of a sport can kill it as much as the undersupply. You've got to get it right. We've taken our time over the last 20 years to get it just right. And we've developed a global sport that's the envy of most sports.
0: Yeah, and that, and that growth as well is starting to really happen in, in the women's game as well. And, of course, this year you're going to have yeah. three women's players competing in the world champs. Lisa Ashton, Fallon Sherrick and Bo Greaves, who I am really excited to see compete oh, on, yeah. on the yeah. Alley Pali.
1: She can play. I mean, this girl is a phenomenon, and she's quite a shy lady. She took took a little bit of time to come out of the shadows because I think she was concerned. You know, she's very young, but my word, what a player! I mean, I think she's got William O'Connor from Ireland in the first round, and I tell you, William probably having a few sleepless nights. <laughs> this young lady can. This young lady can play darts, so, You know, she's the first woman I've seen that's had an average of over you know 104 in in one of her women's events. She dominated the women's series this year, eight consecutive wins. I mean, she's just won the WDF World Women's Masters. I, I don't know how many games she's gone unbeaten, but it's in the 50s or 60s on the run she's on. So Alexandra Palace won't, you know, won't present too many surprises to her, but the game's in a strong position when you've got more interesting media stories, more interesting personalities, people asking themselves, I wonder what's gonna happen. Once you get that, then you've really got them, you know, you've got that fish on the line and the hook is not just through the lip, it's in the belly, (laughs) because you are waiting every day for something more exciting to happen and PDC's delivering it. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the three women will do, you know. Don't you know, they're they're all very capable players. Bo Greaves is the one that's getting the headlines at the moment, but don't write off certainly don't write off Lisa Ashton, who's the most successful woman player of all time. And don't write off Fallon Sherrick because she loves the stage. She loves being introduced as the queen of the palace.
0: She does indeed. And Barry, you know, you, you have a massive involvement in boxing and snooker and other sports as yep. well. But can you recall kind of when you first saw darts and when you saw the potential in the sport? Yeah.
1: It was funny, you know, because the old PDC, when they had their struggle with the, the previous, you know, that was this seismic split between the PDC and the BDO, the British Darts Organisation, and it was a lot of bad feeling for many years. And both sides just tried to kill each other. Um, and they came to me and said, would you, be, would you be chairman? And can we take you down and show you what the darts is about? And uh, yeah, I was mildly interested, but I was quite busy on the boxing and the snooker and everything else. So. But I went to the Circus Tavern, which was the old venue for the World Championships in Purfleet, East London. Uh, there was more chewing gum on the floor than carpet. 800 people you couldn't see across the room for cigarette smoke chanting noises guys having a dodgy pizza drinking fairly substantial quantities of the amber nectar um and great world-class sport going on on the stage and i just looked at it and i realized i looked at all these people and i just saw 800 versions of me (laughs) i thought this is this is my life this is you know This goes back to when Mark McCormack, the great sports entrepreneur, once once took the president of Rolex to Wimbledon. And at the end of the first set, apparently, the president stood up and cast his arms wide and said, this is Rolex. Well, when I went to the World Darts Championships, I went, this is Barry Hearn. And I loved it. And I thought and then they said, can you get involved? And I said, look, I, I don't really do chairmanship. I do ownership. But, you know, you need some money, you need some proper management, you need to have a fresh look. And 20 years ago, we started the adventure and a lot of the crew that was there then have gone. Um, Some of them have stayed and the the department now is so well organised with a top team of sports promoters led by Matthew Porter. People like Dave Allen's been there, I don't know, for virtually the whole duration yeah we've got a very strong management team and a very strong belief in in the in the future of darts we love the game it's not just for the money we actually love the sport we love the people that play and we take a lot of satisfaction in giving people the opportunity to change their lives and darts has done just that you know Phil Taylor led the way Michael van Gerwen followed up Gerwyn Price is smashing doors down you know And we've got so much young talent coming through. And it's not just from England anymore. You know, it's all over the world. So we're in a very strong position. We won't get complacent. Every year we try to do better than the year before. And uh, the public respond by record numbers of viewers globally and record interaction on social media. So I just, and we're all so excited. And that, you know, John McDonald stands up and says, and now let's introduce the players and, the heart's racing and, and we're off and running. So, yep. I mean, good luck to your guy in it. It's going to be tough for him because it's a, it's a whole high standard. He knows that he's been there before. But I'm looking at the kids in New Zealand saying, "Let's give this a let's give this game a try." Where do I find the New Zealand version of Michael Van Gerwen? You know, there's a kid playing in the World Championships this year called Josh Rock. Yeah, a year ago he was working in mm. a chicken factory in Belfast. Today's fifth favourite for the World Championships and he's changing his life with every arrow he throws. I want that story all round the world and I don't see any reason why we don't get one coming out of New Zealand.
0: Well, we can push that narrative, mate. And as our principle number one says, it's better to be born lucky than good looking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, this is so true. Listen, I'm not the smartest I'm not the brightest candle in the room. My, my, my asset is I can burn longer than anyone else because I'm relentless. And if you can adopt that approach to sport, you will go to a level that you didn't anticipate you were capable of. But it's not just words. It's actions. It's being making sacrifices. It's paying the, your dues. Whether you're playing rugby, whether you're playing cricket, whether you're playing golf, it doesn't make any difference. Darts is exactly the same. You have to invest in yourself, and you have to believe in yourself. Because if you don't, no one else will believe in you. So you've got to make the effort. When I talked to Phil Taylor all those years ago, and I said, "How did you get? How do you get so good at darts?" He said, "It's easy, Bud." He said, "I go to work." He said, "I wake up at nine o'clock, and I check in. I clock in like I used to when I worked at a porcelain factory in Stoke. So I clock in at nine, and I throw darts till one, and then I have an hour lunch." And then I go back and I clock in again at two and I flow darts till five or six. So I do seven hours a day, seven days a week. He said, you will improve if you invest that amount of time in yourself. But few people have the discipline to do that. So let's see if one of them has a New Zealand accent.
0: Well, Barry, we would love we would love that to have a New Zealander. Well, from our perspective, we feel like if we can get a New Zealand on that tour, which is always really hard to do, that it will really like lift yeah. the game to that next level here and help that growth and help that promotion. Uh, and considering everything you've done, and we can only say thank you to you for you know helping us fall in love with the sport of darts and what we see today.
1: Well, listen, we're only as good as our customers love us. You know, that's the end of the day. No bullshit in sport. So, you know, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for all your support. And, you know, we honestly treasure the moments when we can send those boys out for the World Series events because we know it goes down so well. And we have really exciting times looking at what's coming through on the horizon to take New Zealand sport at, You know, at every level. We all know how good you are at rugby. We know how good you are at cricket. You know, we know how good you are at lots of sports. Darts, yeah, you're coming up on the outside. But let's see some let's see some real investment in time. Let's see, let's see local authorities having what we have in Europe, the Junior Darts Corporation, from age six to sixteen. Get kids understanding mathematics via darts. Let's understand how they can get competitive. You know, we're all winners and losers in life. We and are. The is the only place, you know. So God bless all of you and let's have a lovely Christmas and get those arrows in the stockings and then <laughs> the first of January go to work
0: exactly uh barry i think that uh based on your last comments here it's perfect to end on uh principle number eight life does not change by sitting on the sofa uh thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it could keep talking to you for hours but uh, you're a busy man so we'll let you go thank you so much for everything you've done to darts and hopefully we can chat again soon
1: i look forward to it my friend happy christmas to you and all your listeners and uh have a great one
0: You too, that's uh, Barry Hearn there, and OBE, uh, fantastic, the man behind Matchroom, the man behind the PDC. We are 18 minutes away from 11 here on SCNZ. After the break, we'll be catching up with Mickey Mansell.